0: Hey all it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Favre here, your host. This episode has comedian Audrey Stewart. We did this by Zoom. So if you're listening, you could actually watch this on uh YouTube on my channel, which is Paul F Comedy. Uh, YouTube.com backslash Paul F Comedy. Fun episode. Audrey is awesome. If you don't know who she is, make sure you find out about her. She's Fucking hilarious and so talented and so cool uh, to do this podcast. Um, yeah, all is good. We're back in the real world. Shows are back. You can catch me if you get this today. I'm I'm headlining Side Splitters in Tampa, one of the best comedy clubs in the country. I'm excited to to headline it for the first time. Then I'm off to Anthony's in Cape Coral on August 11th, and then uh, headlining Laugh Out. Laugh Out Lounge, August 12th and 13th in Winter Haven, Florida. So if you know people in Tampa, Cape Coral, or Winter Haven, tell them to come see me. Back in Chicago, August 18th through the 20th at the world famous Laugh Factory, and then headlining CG's in Brook, August 26th and 27th. Back at Sidesplitters opening for my friend April M- Macy, uh, L- Labor Day weekend, and then uh, headlining House of Comedy in JP's Comedy Club, end of September. In Arizona, tell your friends that I'm in Oklahoma City and Arkansas. So tell your friends to come see me. Paul F Comedy has all my upcoming dates. You can get my shirt, better call Paul at the website, Paulfcomedy.com, or email me at pfarvargmail.com. Email me anyway if you got any questions, concerns, or ideas, pfarvargmail.com. Love to hear from you. Uh, love to see what you want to hear on the podcast. Uh, We're approaching seven years on this thing, so uh, I'm trying to accommodate everything and uh, keep it fresh, as you'll notice some of the changes in the podcast, or maybe you don't even notice. You're just listening to this to go to bed because I've heard I have a soothing voice. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but I'll take it as one. Um, Yeah, check out my sponsors, too. Ah! It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast Paul Farvar here we have no voice of reason on this episode because we're doing it via Zoom with one of my favorite human beings and hilarious comedian all the way from Los Angeles Hollywood California please welcome comedian Audrey Stewart
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: most people don't know
0: what's going on because they're listening by audio but if you are listening by audio go watch on zoom uh, on my uh, youtube page so audrey uh first of all i owe you tremendous gratitude because uh i was in new york city and i had an off night um and i saw that you were headlining carolines and you gave me a guest spot on your show which is it was on my bucket list to perform at that venue and it was so fun so thank you so much for that first
2: of all. Oh, you did so good. And obviously I would, I, I was so glad it worked out. Oh that yeah. Was it, a, that was a special night. That was good.
0: Yeah. First of all, you crushed. I only, I only got to see a second of it because someone put it on Instagram, but your crowd was all there. It was like Indiana in New York, which would be like surreal, but it was so fun. Your crowd was awesome. Um, and, uh, it all, I almost missed it because I'm such an idiot. I remember I thought the show was on Wednesday or something like that for some reason. And I was eating lunch with my friend and he's like, wait, it's on the 7th or whatever. I'm like, yeah, he goes, that's today. Literally, I was in uptown Manhattan and I just like cruised back to my hotel changed and went to the show so it was kind of one of those funny things but
2: oh my god yeah I mean sometimes those like week weekday shows are confusing like the Tuesdays Wednesdays I always mix up some
0: I just thought it was on a Wednesday for some reason and yours was on a Tuesday I think and so I was like oh my god and then uh, it all worked out it just had to like book it to go to Brooklyn afterwards but um,
2: I was so glad you came
0: oh you are so awesome I want to tell another story about you before we get into this uh, we were in Las Vegas together. Uh, I was uh, hosting a show, and you did a guest spot. And Las Vegas, as you know, and most people who don't know, it's a different animal. You know, uh, it's not where. How do you say it? It's different than LA comedy or New York City comedy. So, it's it's just a weird vibe, and you have to adjust. And
2: it, it can be really off. Yeah, that, that's for sure.
0: They reward bad comedy more than they reward good comedy.
2: Amen. Amen. Does that make sense? And half the people who come into the show are on like vouchers that they want. <laughs> yeah,
0: right, right, right. And, uh, and you still had a great set. And it was fun because like, I remember you were auditioning and you were just like, me and the other comedians, uh, Eric Meyer, rest in peace, was, yeah. was there. And we were like, both watching me like, oh, wow. Like, this is so cool. And then I saw your projection after that in L.A. Uh, I saw you do the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. I was like, this is fucking so cool. I, I saw you when you kind of just were starting to get your. Uh, yeah. Starting to know how great you are. So.
2: Oh, thank you so much for saying that, Paul. I mean, yeah. And R.I.P. Eric. That's I went I drove up with him. Where did I drive up? No, I met we met him there. It was with Alex Powers.
0: Yes. Alex, too. She crushed, too. Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, and then I actually went back to Vegas uh, during the week, and it was not as magical, to be honest. <laughs> I was, I had to host, and I was like, ew. Uh, yeah, I, like, it was like midweek.
0: Yeah, I host there a lot. It, it, after a week of shows there, uh, you learn to like deal with anything. It's just one of those things you do. Yeah. sixteen shows in a week. Um, but um, yeah, it's. It was awesome, and uh, yeah. you're awesome. Which brings you're me to awesome. the question: How are you single? How is oh, that possible?
2: Oh, isn't <laughs> that the question of the century? I it's mean, the
0: question of the podcast. So
2: I'll tell you what: I am single and on a whole different. It's. I was in a relationship. I was in a long relationship in college, and okay. it was my best friend, and it was a male. And okay it was, it was great it was fun. how long
0: how long was that relationship sorry
2: three years
0: oh that's a long fucking relationship okay
2: it was a long time it was fun i enjoyed okay. it and then um well, it was kind of dating your best friend is tough too especially a, a a guy best friend because there was like the line sometimes we would make fun of each other and i'd be like where's the line here yeah like yeah. We're supposed to be dating. So it shouldn't be like, so I'm like, maybe this was, it was a little bit toxic, but he's a great person. But in a relationship, I think it was a little bit toxic.
0: You don't want your boyfriend to fart on you, but you're okay if your best friend does.
2: Yeah, exactly. Ka- yes. Kind of like that. Or like say things d- about like your appearance, like because his best friend sometimes you're like, wear that. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a joke. Yeah. So, but then, and then I moved to LA And I had a little sexual confusion and uh, lived with all gay men. And then I was like, okay, going to gay bars a lot. So now I'm like, okay, am I gay? Because I'm living with a bunch of gay people or like, I'm interested in women because I'm living with these people. But then, you know, I gave it a go on my own and moved out from the boys and moved in with a bunch of straight boys. And I still was like curious, bi-curious, whatever you want to call it. First, I thought, I was okay, I'll just tell you I was bi-curious. And then I, somebody she was also a friend she did comedy she does comedy um she was like let's go to these queer nights or whatever like all girls and I was like okay and then we did and then we formed feelings for each other and then I wasn't kind of ready I was kind of stuck in this like I don't know if I ever want to give women a shot kind of thing and then we just did it we were like screw it and then we dated for like two and a half years, which wow. in, in same sex relationship is a lifetime a century. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of years. And it, it was good, but you know, I, she like kind of was falling off towards the second half and almost was like disassociating herself. Like, was it fully. And I was like, I don't even know what's going on. And then she just moved to New York. Okay. So I was like, okay, clearly it might not even be about me. It's probably, sure. and if it is, there's nothing I can do. I also think it's difficult dating somebody in the same industry as you, same Absolutely.
0: Gender. Well, we say not to do that here on the podcast. I say never date other comedians. And uh, that's like the one rule. Cause that's, we're like singles only podcast is the PR department for comedy. Cause we don't have it.
2: So. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is, um, yeah, it's a journey dating somebody and that because you also, then you start feeling guilty about certain things you get or they get or you don't get and it gets messy, but it worked for a while and I, you know, then, and then she just cut me off cold. So yeah. she broke up with me. I said my piece. I don't think she liked the piece that I said. And, you know, I always say this because we, we, we have the same coworkers as right. you said, my goal is never to trash her to other coworkers. It's, it's, but it is to be like, this is what happened. This is how she did it. And she's still a great person, but like in our relationship, the way that it ended, I'm like, okay. And now I'm single and now I'm having a little fun and I'm hooking up with both genders.
0: Okay. When you say you said your piece, what do you mean by that? I mean, you just told her I, how you felt or you told yeah, her? Yeah, to- I was okay. just
2: kind of like, like I said, like, I, you know, I don't want to use this podcast to trash her because she No, no,
0: no, no, I'm not saying do that.
2: I'm just no, no no, 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 no. Yeah. I just wanted a preference with that. But she, she, she just like, I think if you date somebody for so long and they're all you talk to for every single day and they're yeah. just like your best friend, I think if- like I, I, if I were her, I would have at least checked in and been like, are you okay? I wouldn't just right. never talk to that person again. And like, yeah. or every time we talked, it was from my, me and then I'd get res- no response. And she'd be like, I was out all day doing things and right. like t- twisting it. Like I'm the one who's crazy for, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, it's just kind of savage. Yeah, it it's, it's savage. Brutal. It's really I savage. mean,
0: yeah, no, I, that is it, and it is hard. And maybe maybe someday you'll have that piece where you can kind of be like, maybe she was protecting you. Who knows?
2: I think you're <laughs> right. I think, you know, a lot of advice I've gotten from other people is, you know, I've talked to friends and they're like, that's how I did it. Yeah. Like, Some oh,
0: people, that- that's how they break up. They just like need to rip off the band-aid. And it's be how like, they cope. I don't do that, but like- yeah.
2: Because I don't think she's a horrible person. Like I said, I don't think she's like this awful person. But in I I just, if I, but we're two different people. But yeah, like, absolutely. I I also was just thinking this. I don't know if I have the, cause I'm such kind of a pushover kind of person. I'm like, do I? am I like, do I love people so much where I, I would never be able to even break up with the person?
0: I'm that way. I, I let them break up with me. I, I it, yeah. yeah. Is
2: that, how many relationships have you been in?
0: Well, I've been in a lot, but nothing like over two years, but, uh, I usually let things die out where they, they have to break up with me. Like, it's like the slow fade, you know, where you're like, yeah, that's, I just, I'm not conf- I don't like, I don't like the confrontation of breaking up. I've done it before, but more often than not, I'm the one that's, I'd much rather be broken up with than to do the breaking up. Agreed. Well, you said something earlier. You said, uh, you wanted to give women a shot when you went to LA, you grew up in Indiana. Yeah. Is that, did that play a role in you giving women a shot? Like, were you allowed to like, do you think that you had feelings before and you like suppressed them because Indiana is Indiana?
2: I Yeah, I don't like, I, I think about that a lot. And I have bits about why I think I'd be suppressed. Like I went, to, uh, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And we had a religion teacher tell us that Hurricane Katrina happened because that's the day the gays were gathering
0: what and,
2: yeah and so like and I remember actually <gasps> holy you, like, shit I know I know and I'm, I'm like <laughs> I, mean, I like I love she's her son is in her grade but he's really cool like I don't think any of my classmates even like like I, I don't remember any of my classmates being like what that's right yeah so I was like because everybody turned out to be great and open minded <laughs> I think it's the, this the, that teacher I was like where
0: in Indianapolis is this? Or where in Indiana is this? Like, this is not. Indianapolis
2: scary. at a Catholic school.
0: Okay. So that's a big city. But okay. That's.
2: Yeah. That's insane. It insane. It was insane. What was that? 90 <laughs> or no, 2000.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: And so I just kind of was like, all right. And but I didn't think about it too hard. And then, you know, I went to high school and, and I had the best experience. I went to a big public high school, 4,000 people. Nobody was telling you you can't be gay. Like, nobody was out, though. Nobody said they were really gay. The boys, there was really no girls. There was no girls that were, like, in the circles I ran in or just even any circles that I knew that were – I swear it was just, like, four guys. Like okay. no, And it was okay. a huge school. But I honestly don't know if that's – I just – people just weren't – either – they weren't do
1: they, nice
0: um, Do people – now that it's been years since high school, have they now come out? I'm sure, like people have come out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think okay. by, I will or by say that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think people were just kind of like exploring further. It sounds like a lot of people just started exploring more and more, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, this makes sense." And you know, I started dating Veronica, and I was like, "Oh, this is it. I'm gonna marry this." Oh shit! I said her name. Yeah. Whatever. Uh,
0: what, where, what you, okay, we'll cut it out.
2: Okay. That's so, you know, in my podcast, it's so funny. I say, you say so many things, we're like, cut that out. And then you rewatch it. None of it is cut out. <laughs> <laughs> it almost makes it funnier to be honest, but right. um yeah, I mean, whatever, I don't care. But um, I, you know, I said my piece in our relationship, like I said, I don't think she's bad. Was
0: this the, was it the first person that you had, uh, uh lesbian relationship with was this the woman you ended up dating or did you have other experiences before that
2: really just her
0: okay when you say really was it just her or was yeah, it like her. so i mean that's kind of like a jump you know maybe that's a lot to, for someone was she already was out of the closet for a while i assume
2: yeah she yeah uh she's never labeled herself she, okay, was, gotcha. she was hooking up with other women though no. she's doing both okay and, you know, it, it, doing stand-up comedy, it's a lot. Because it's like, okay, I'm in a gay relationship. Now i got to talk about it. And then now yeah. all of a sudden, and I'm pretty sure I in some of my bits, I called myself gay or whatever. But I don't know if I really meant that. I think I just, I mean, I was in a gay relationship. Yeah. And it was coming out. It was a coming out period. Like, nobody even suspect, expected it. You know what I mean? Right. And it, and it ended up being, like, emotional and dramatic. And I posted about a lot. But I also was like when I got used to it more I was like this is my business and I kind of deleted those posts and I was like you know my sexuality is forever evolving and changing because I am so open and I love all like I just love people yeah but you know like now I'm just like I I am at a point where I am nervous and I'm scared because I feel like not that I labeled myself so hard but like I do want maybe I, I want to fall in love with somebody and I Maybe it's a boy, maybe it's a girl. And I'm afraid that I've labeled myself too one way. Does that make right. sense?
0: Yeah, it does. But people go back and forth like sexually, sexuality is fluid and maybe that's something that as you grow you'll you'll change again, you know? It's I, really cool. I
2: agree. I think it's fascinating being a stand-up comedian because we post so many bits out there. Like mm. I have so many bits about out there that are like, I'm dating women. Yeah. And I'm like, what if I were to fall in love with a guy? and he were to go online and see all these bits yeah does it even matter
0: i don't think someone someone that's comfortable in their skin uh is not going to be like well this makes me feel fucking weird you know yeah unless they were unless they had that fucking teacher (laughs) that said katrina was caused by the gays then yeah maybe he does have problems (laughs)
2: then he's like "Mm -hmm." that's like
0: a form of child that's like child abuse to me I, i just don't understand
2: yeah totally totally
0: so what are you doing now to to date people are you using apps or are you like just out in the world i'm on a hinge
2: hinge for attention but i'm too poor to carry through so (laughs) what do you mean by that like i just don't want to go male or female i don't want to go on dates and then get stuck with a bill
0: oh i see
2: Too poor. like we could go to picnics and shit but also i don't know you are you single paul i am yeah Okay, well, that'd be crazy if you were like in a 10-year relationship and you had something I my wife is, is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife comes in and just brings us like she brings you a cheese platter. Where's the fuck is this a fucking meatloaf? Yeah. Right, Paul's me. a poser. <laughs> Paul's a fucking poser.
0: I date a lot. I go on a lot of dates and I date people. I'll have relationships, but we just, you know, whatever. But I, yeah. I use the apps too. Um and I definitely my one rule is that I won't date uh, comedians. So,
2: yeah, and you know I do know really good comedian relationships that are working out for them, and it's cute and it's great to watch. Absolutely, but yeah, I just don't see the think exception
0: it. to the norm.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if you can relate to this. I think we're dating. This is where dating comedian is nice. Uh, actually, I know you definitely can relate to this. Um, I just feel like going on dates is hard sometimes when our job is very exhausting, like de- like taking time out. And I know we need to do that to form bits and things like that. And honestly, that's what I remind myself that I should go on these dates purely to get a bit from it. But I, sometimes I'm like, I have a group of friends out here that aren't in stand-up. and I, and I have a group of friends that are in stand-up. and then we do shows and then I do side hustles and then and I work really hard to keep those friends priorities and keep the comedy friends priorities and then my show's priorities where I'm like, where does this dating life fit in? But I'm starting to be like, I need to fit it in orbits, but also because I just turned 29 and I'm like, I do want kids eventually. You do? Okay. Yeah, I want a family. Like I want a, I want a fucking family.
0: Okay. Like,
2: and, and I see a lot of comedians have families. I see a lot of comedians don't, but I don't want to be in the category I'm a family.
0: Um, are you do you have brothers and sisters?
2: Yeah, that's probably why I'm like I'm in a blended family, one of seven. Like, my mom's one of ten. I have like 46 first cousins. We have that where I'm going to my sister's wedding at our our, my dad has a lake house. Like, it's just family is all I've grown up around, and I would hate to not have that, but also I would never be able to give up comedy. So it's just, I'm in a rock.
0: It's a fucked up. Yeah. You know what? It's funny. Uh, everything you say, I relate to, I get it all. And, and, uh, for me, um, I made the decision long ago that I don't want to have kids and that's opened, opened up a lot of doors for me. But, um, when you do want, and I shouldn't say I don't want kids. It's just not a priority. If it happens, it happens, especially now with, roe v Wade. i'm like oh well i'm not wearing a condom still so let's see what happens but
2: yeah. oh no
0: yeah. Um, oh. no nah, nah, i'm just saying but like um i think that that changes the picture for you but still you're 29 you have a lot of time if you're gonna have kids and stuff You got at least with modern science you've got like 20 years maybe but she'll be like an old mom
2: yeah no see i want to pop them out by like this is aggressive i want to start popping out by like 34
0: Okay, you still have time.
2: I know. I guess you could fall in love and like and like absolutely. But I'm just worried. I'm just worried. I'm like, where?
0: You can do it. I... You're in. A, you're in a town here. The problem with you, the one thing that the biggest problem with dating comedians or non-dating normal people is they don't understand our hustle. They don't understand our hours. We're not physically available and sometimes not emotionally available. But you're in a town where. There's all these other creative types that are like comedy adjacent or, you know, musicians or actors or whatever that you can just kind of like work around. So you date, date, date creatives. You don't have to date a comedian or someone, a producer. Right. And you've got the advantage of not just one sex. You're I know to
2: the doors. I just gotta really get over the fear that somebody's gonna find my social medias and TikToks and like get scared and run away from me.
0: Who I don't understand why. I mean, they would get afraid. Uh, the certain people would be afraid, regardless of the content, right? Like because you're out there and you're very open and stuff like that. But you just talking about one sex that you're with. No guy's gonna be like. If anything, they're going to think it's cool. They'll be like, well, I converted her, you know, like whatever.
2: That's fucking funny. I would think what the last guy I hooked up with, he's probably like, damn it, I converted her.
0: <laughs> I uh, I was, I dated, I didn't date. I went on a few dates with a woman who uh, was a lesbian, was a uh, guys only when she was younger, was a lesbian. That was her first uh, male experience in, in like, since college. It was pretty cool, actually. I kind of liked it. Did she like it? She went back to to women, I think, after that. But uh, But you
2: liked it? You
0: kind of liked it? Yeah, I thought it was, I I was talking to her all night. I met her at a, I met her at a comedy show where the headliner was, uh, was a lesbian, so the whole crowd was all lesbians, and I was the opener, and then I was just talking to her all night. I didn't even think that anything was going to happen, because she's just attractive, and I just do better talking to women after shows, not trying to, you know, have sex. And then next thing I know, like we're back in my house. I'm like, is this happening? Right. So it wow. wasn't something I planned on. And then we had, we went on a couple of days after that, but then it was like, she had a normal job and then I had, I had a weird schedule. And then I think she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like dicks anymore. Or just maybe it was me. I don't know.
2: Wow. No, it's not just you. That's so funny. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually... Gonna go back to dating women, and then you see on her Instagram, she's married to a man.
0: <laughs> well, I will say this uh, two of the women that I've had the longest relationships with, I've had when I was in college and law school, are both uh, lesbians. <clears throat> now,
2: are they you think they're bi or they're sure lesbians?
0: No, one is married in a oh, committed okay, relationship, yeah. uh, the other one I think is bi, but uh, she was married and then she became a lesbian, so.
2: How, isn't that so, I feel like everybody's kind of becoming a lesbian.
0: It's the new thing. If I could be gay, I'd be gay. I think it would be helpful, you know?
2: So funny. What?
0: Yeah, well, I don't so- know
2: what, I, I, I literally, I just don't, it's such a, it's, I feel like it's. it doesn't need to be this, this huge battle that I make it either.
0: Absolutely, I agree. I, I think know- you're making it bigger than it is. Is that my phone? What is going on? I
2: don't, I don't think it's mine.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, somebody.
2: The only notification I got was somebody finally fulfilled my Venmo request. That was outstanding for months. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so and that was dramatic because I was outstanding for two days. Yeah. No, oh. So
0: you said you you are making this bigger than it needs to be. In my opinion, so
2: that's really good to hear. This is a very therapeutic podcast for me. Right now. I feel like I'm therapy.
0: People say that all the time. So now. You said you don't go on the uh, hinge dates or anything because you don't have money, but guys typically will pay if you go out with guys.
2: That's true. You know, I think what I'm kind of going for right now is like going out to the bars on my off nights or late at nights, and um, taking it from there. Hell yeah! I'd rather do the, do it that way first than the slow way. Is that psychotic? Maybe.
0: No, it's not. Have you gone on any dates uh, where, I, I mean, I know I like the idea of going on dates where you're like, okay, well, worst case scenario, you got some material out of it. Like, have you gone on dates where you're like, this is why I hate fucking dating? Like, have you had a crazy date in the last year? That's like, yeah, this is
2: bad. In the last year? No, because the breakup is really fresh. The breakup okay. is only like, right, right. A couple months. But before that... Let me, let me think, think, think. Because I wasn't much of a dater. It's more like a, I mean, hookups, yes. Hookups, I had...
0: that's fine. How yeah. are you meeting people at hookups? Yeah. At when time shows I... or?
2: Well, before I dated um, that right? comedian, um, I worked for a radio station. And um, I don't know if I, I won't say it. I'll get power I'll on a six. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I worked, don't know
0: where you're going with this. So I don't know we, if we have to edit that out. If, we,
2: if we need to, I'll restate it together. I worked for a radio station and there was a guy who I did like, it was my first corporate job out of college and it was really cool. And, um, but I was, they stuck me in the sales department as sales assisting, but also sometimes they would let me go on air. There was a whole thing. They barely had a budget to pay me, but it was, I got to meet like hip hop artists. It was so cool. So whatever, I, this guy is kind of like, he's, kinda, he's re- cute, he was cute and he's around my age, a year older. And he, I was kind of taking over his position. So he was kind of training me for the week and it was one of the DJ's birthdays. And I had kind of, I like, when I talk, I'm a talker, I talk, like I'm just All like, right. like to the to the hip hop department, I was like, I'm gonna fucking rail this guy. <laughs> And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. And so I think it got back to him. I think somebody literally went to his cube and was like, Audrey's telling everybody she wants to rail you into the ground. And so then we went to this DJ's birthday party. I had never drank in Hennessy. That was the first time I ever drank Hennessy. And I drank so much Hennessy. Okay. So much. I mean, I this is all consensual, by the way. I remember everything I did, but it was, I was, that my clout judgment was definitely impaired. And I was, I did what I said. I was like, I'm going to rail this guy. And we were in the Uber together. And then we, it was just, it, we, we got back to my house and then we like hooked up. And then I threw up literally on just, him. Threw, yeah. Everywhere. Oh, so and hard. then I had to, he had to train me for three, like three more days. <laughs> I mean, talk about it. He was like, um, you just gotta. Yeah. Well, you're not. Smile. And I was like,
0: Yeah, you're not supposed to shit where you work. But that's a whole nother. That's the whole comedy thing.
2: That's a whole comedy thing. But that was bad. College, I had a lot of weird, like when I was on a break from my boyfriend, because he would go on breaks, even though we dated a long time. And I had one where I hooked up with a guy in a bunk bed. And he, that's that, I do not know. I did my vocal surgery and I couldn't talk for a month. And I have, like a dry erase board around my neck. I have a bit about that, but there was another antenna where I was on a bunk bed and it's dark and a frat and you hook up with the guy. It's like all, like all dark, all black. And there's fans going. It's like a Absolutely. bunker.
0: Yeah, I know. And, I was in a fraternity. I know how it works. Yeah,
2: yeah of course you work. <laughs> and um, he flipped or I was in the bottom or whatever. And I wanted to flip over and be on the other side. So I flip over. He falls off the bunk bed. And I... I'm not able to speak for my vocal surgery, and I, I'm uh, he's not saying anything. I think I hear like, uh, but like feeling can going, and you just hear my little dry erase marker just being like, uh, uh, uh. and then I just like left, and I was like, is he dead? I don't know. And then I like Google, did man die from bunk bed? And he, I ended up seeing him on campus again. So I was like, ah, oh, you're alive.
0: That's all that you cared about was making yes. sure you didn't kill somebody.
2: Yeah. So it's never been like bad dates. It's been like atrocious hookups. Like I really need, to, I'm all talk. Like I need it like, in terms of dating, like, yeah, I'm going to get back on the horse. I'm doing it. But I haven't, I haven't like,
0: well, what are <laughs> your types? What is your type? Obviously is there something that you're, well here, do you, if you line people up clearly, it won't work for you when like you have a type where everyone looks the same because they're already different genders. What do you, what do you definitely, I go by like, uh, by power of elimination, right? Like, what are the things that you're like, okay, this is what I'm not attracted to. Actually,
2: now that you Listen. say that, my types can morph into each other. So literally, really? it, wait, I know that sounds weird, but go on the story with me. I, I like, okay, it could be somebody from, if I'm dating a girl, it could be someone kind of with my vibe and style words. I'm never too masculine, but I can be femme and tomboyish, but I prefer to date somebody femme, like feminine you know, okay, I, okay. if I'm dating a girl, I'd probably like to be the bigger one. So, and then into the men, I like femme men. Okay. The men, hairless femme men going into, okay, a little <laughs> bit nerdy. Maybe he can have some chest hair into last resort, but could fall in love with like, a mountain man that's just here to get drunk and have a good time.
0: Okay, so that's everything basically.
2: I guess that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Except no, not on the, I'm not in the female spectrum. I, okay. I only date. I don't. I will not date. Not that I don't think I'm just not attracted to uh, masculine women.
0: Mas- feminine women, feminine men, also very manly men. Absolutely. So three out of four.
2: Yeah, and you know, okay. hairy men do freak me out sometimes.
0: Hey, that's racist against me. I'm fucking I'm a monkey. I'm half gorilla. So you're a yeti. Yeah, basically.
2: I mean, here's the thing. I want to go hiking and be adventurous and like camp for 10 days and lose my belongings. And that just so happens that those kind of people have a lot of hair.
0: Yeah. They know <laughs> we we're very uh, we're very good in, in certain humidities and, and situations, I guess.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I was go a- they're gonna have chest hair.
0: What are, your, what are your deal breakers then for guys or girls? Like, what are you like, okay, that's, I can't do this. Like, is it looks or music or just things that they do? Are there certain things that you're like, I'm not doing that again or?
2: Drama, anybody talks poorly about somebody else in front of somebody, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm okay. out, male or female, I'm out, I'm out. Um, and I need to be better about that myself sometimes. Not a gossiper, but like, are all like I I just it. I'm so against it.
0: It's negative energy. I get
2: it. Negative energy. I'm out. Too dry of a personality. Can't get on board. Like, I think it's first of all my friends that have two dry personalities. Favorite people. Hilarious. Comedians that drive personalities. So funny. But can I date that person
0: for dating? Yeah.
2: No, because I'm just gonna be sensitive the whole time. Like, okay. Are you being dry or are you being a bitch? Yeah. And then uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I mean yeah, just like that the, oh, God, this one's a, a tough one because not people cannot help their family situations, but I really want somebody who loves their family and has sure know, and and wants to have a family and actually well, that's that's what my, ex, my ex also said she was like one of the reasons i broke up with you is because you wanted kids but i don't really think i told her i really wanted that so i'm like i think mean, you're just saying excuses but it's true i do
0: well maybe that's something like they gotta you gotta <laughs> if you don't want the same thing sometimes you gotta like step away i don't think, I don't
2: think she know. does
0: yeah who knows yeah. okay so family um, we've covered the things so there's no real deal breakers in terms of like what about if they're funnier than you or or they're not funny you don't care no
2: I don't care about that
0: what if they don't like what if they don't know anything about comedy where they're like oh I saw once.
2: that's amazing
0: you would like that
2: I there are some comedians that we know and love that date people who have no idea about comedy and it sounds it's they honestly their relationships are like thriving
0: yeah because they don't get involved in the drama, they don't know. No, a,
2: no. Also, yeah. Also, they have a fresh perspective. They're like, wait, so why are you getting upset about that? Sounds yeah. like I was <laughs> like that person's just crazy, and you're like, like you're fucking right. Yeah. The person is just crazy. So you're I, right. I, I, yeah,
0: it's like perspective to something that we get in our heads about. Oh yeah. Someone having someone that's not in the comedy world is definitely beneficial. But I mean, I do understand people that want to date comedians because. They understand it. And, uh, and I, I, one of my friends is, is married to one and he was on the podcast talking about how, how great their relationship is, but he gets why people say don't do it because that's, that's the exception to the rule. Most bad, bad breakups. It's like, and it's uncomfortable for everyone else around too. Cause you're like, Oh, Audrey's on this show with so and so, you're like, oh now we gotta fucking separate them. And it's just Oh weird. yeah, I
2: know. Yeah. And that's what's gonna be so funny if this comedian visits LA. I'm like, like, odds are we might even end up on the same show. I don't know what I would do.
0: Well, it's still fresh. You know, you guys have only been separated for a short of time. Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be better by the time that happens. Like, my
2: favorite thing is somebody was like, Yeah, if you don't te- or <laughs> if you don't text her for like a month. She's going to be texting you. I'm like, (laughs) nope.
0: That's like like from a movie from the 90s. They're like, this is what Um, you got to do. Find a girl that looks exactly like her and just fuck her.
2: So fucking. Just rail her. (laughs) Just rail her her into the ground. That's how I speak. I speak like that now.
1: I know. I'm like, I'm going to
2: drill this guy into hell. Like, I say shit like that. (laughs) And actually, this girl that. I have a bit about how in college I would always say I was sucking dick for sport. And um, I was reiterating it. And this girl, I I don't know what, I don't, I don't really have a crush on her, but we have like mutual friends and she'll be like, why are you, why do you keep talking, like saying out loud that you like suck dick for sport? I was like, that's just how I speak now. Single Audrey is, is an animal. I love it. She's I love gross. it. I, awesome. I,
0: you, know, you have a lot of time to be single. Audrey. I I know you think that you've got this. You want to have kids at thirty four, but you still have five fucking years at least. And that's like just to, you know you can meet someone and fall in love when you're in your thirties. It's like people move quicker. You've already you you've evolved when you're in your twenties. Your brain hasn't fully formed yet. You're still like you got a year before your brain is fully intact. So
2: I mean, I went to EDM concerts in my early twenties, so my brain just might be dead.
0: It might never form, but at least there'll be more formed after you hit 30. And then that's when decisions will be easier. And, and you'll, you'll, you'll stop railing guys and sucking dick for sport and you'll figure it all out. Amen. 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 We are, we're out of time. Where can people find out more about you? I want to have you back on the podcast when I'm in, I'll be back. I'll be in LA in October. I want to do a live one with you and do an update so people could see what, what's new. We would love
2: that. I also want you, know, you need to come on mine too. Yeah, absolutely you
0: know anytime where can people find out more about you and your upcoming shows and and uh you, social media and stuff
2: you go to my instagram it is at it's audrey stew is art because audrey stewart was taken and then i but now people think my last name is audrey stewizart
0: oh yeah it does look like that now that and i think about I it i
2: like audrey Stewart and then i'll try to explain it and then the audience will be like i'm like
0: already tuned out yeah
2: yeah okay
0: but you get them right back when you're like
2: i'm so dick for a sport i sure do (laughs) i actually was about i posted that bit today and got insecure and deleted it
0: no it's funny
2: yeah but it is but i'm
0: trying to go back to
2: men too paul it's not gonna gonna matter
0: it's not gonna matter
2: okay i'm gonna take your advice on this
0: you're welcome Thank, thank you, Audrey, you. for coming on the podcast. This was thank very
2: therapeutic.
0: I love it. I'm glad that I provide some, some something to the society. You uh, thank, thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast.
1: Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFComedy.com. You can get your shirt As always, but here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own. And don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers Who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond? My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing he also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give them a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're
2: welcome.